The Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. And you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. How many times have we heard these words? If I had just started with, you shall love the Lord, I'm sure you could have all just chimed in with me to finish it. And I really don't even think I need to try to explain these greatest commandments. Sometimes the scripture just has to speak for itself. These commandments are beautifully phrased and easy to remember. They don't sound harsh or even really commanding. But they are not just something we say from time to time. How? is love of God and love of neighbor a present reality? Where are these things present here at St. Peter's? The love of God is present here in the careful work of the altar guild. They attend meticulously to the sanctuary and the altar, the hangings, the candles, the flowers. They are supported by our sexton Tammy and her assistant Kay who work to keep this worship space neat and clean and in good working order. The love of God is present here in the work of the Daughters of the King. Their most visible work will be on display next week for All Saints Sunday when the banners are all placed and lining the sanctuary. But they also provide invaluable support through prayer and service whenever we ask them. The love of God is present here in the work of those who help beautify our campus, especially those whose love of God's creation spills over around here and we get to reap the benefits. Love of God is on display here in the work of our altar servers. Their faithful work assists Greg and me immensely. Likewise, the people who serve as lectors and ushers and Eucharistic ministers help complete our worship service where would we be without our fine musicians? The love of God is on display here, especially during the pandemic, in the work of Jacob and those who have helped with our live streaming services. Yes, the love of God is definitely present here at St. Peter's. What about the love of neighbor? The love of neighbor is seen here, obviously, every first and third Saturday morning when our food pantry is open. The stalwart team of volunteers faithfully are here to provide much-needed food and other items for those in our community who may be struggling to make ends meet. The volunteers also spend time and effort hauling food from the Arkansas Food Bank in Little Rock and packing the bags to be ready for the coming week. Around this time of year, they begin to plan and handle the turkey basket event, which will be the week of Thanksgiving and to coordinate the Christmas Day meal, packing and delivery on Christmas morning. They've even incorporated a clothing and coat drive to assist our neighbors in need. Just this last week, a woman came by to drop off some groceries. She brought in four or five sacks. As she was leaving, she said, I've had to come here and get food from time to time. I like to give back when I can. You all don't know what a blessing you are. The love of neighbor is seen in our Guatemala medical mission, even in the pandemic. The fundraising efforts have continued, 
and supplies are being provided to those in Guatemala who have been very hard hit by the coronavirus. Next week, as I said, we will hear from Dr. Roberto Armas, the priest physician with whom our group works closely. We haven't been able to take a team to Guatemala lately, but we have continued to support the efforts there. Love of neighbor is seen in our continuing support of the Wisdom House School and Tomorrow's Dawn Women's Center in Syria. Thanks to volunteers here and now around the country and the world, we are able to support those children and women in the direst need of that war-torn country. The love of neighbor is seen in the efforts of our Spark Arts Initiative for providing art and music and theater opportunities here on our campus for our community. The love of neighbor is seen in the work of our interns, Trevor and Avery, who work with our youth and young adults on a regular basis. Many of these young people are not regular attendees of St. Peter's, and yet they are here during the week because they know this is a safe, welcoming place. The love of neighbor is seen on a day-to-day basis here at St. Peter's. Not a day goes by that we don't receive phone calls from those in need asking for food assistance or some sort of financial help. The same day this week that the woman brought the groceries to donate, an older man came in requesting food. I was gathering up some items for him when he said, I don't have any utilities, no lights or gas. So his bag was a specially packed bag and it was far lighter than usual because we couldn't give him any items that needed to be refrigerated or cooked. Immediately after he left, Chrissy, Jacob, and I started scouring the internet for more shelf-stable, easy-to-prepare foods that we could add to our pantry. We are able to help always with food, but money is another object. Our discretionary fund which is the little fund that we have on hand for emergency requests, is always quite low. So we can't help even a little bit with monetary requests. In this time of stewardship, I wanted to make you aware or remind you of the ways in which St. Peter shows its love of God and neighbor. And in a shameless plea, If you can make a small donation to the discretionary fund to help with day-to-day requests, we could really use it. Changes and cancellations of government assistance have really driven up the need lately, and people's frustration levels are rising. We hear it in their voices when they call, and we see it in their faces when they come in. When the need is the greatest, as it is now, We're most often often not able to help because we don't have the funds in the fund. Discretionary fund is not a budget item. That fund is filled by love, love of God and love of neighbor. You can give a little bit from time to time. It would be a great help in a time of great need. Paul Tillich, 20th century theologian argues that love is the moving power of life. Knowledge of God's love brings us close to the kingdom, but to enter the kingdom requires something more. Loving God entails loving others and upholding dignity for all. Love is not merely an abstract principle, 
Love motivates us to act in real, tangible ways, using all the elements in the greatest commandment, heart, soul, mind, and strength. As we grow in grace, commitment, and will, we grow in our capacity to love and serve as Jesus commands, and we do so far beyond the walls of our church. Love turns prayer into action and action into living prayer. The quality of love by which we love our neighbors is rooted in God's love for us because, after all, it is love made real that reveals God's kingdom. When we practice love of neighbor, we are helping to bring about God's kingdom. We are helping fulfill God's dream for creation by working for a world where all are fed and housed with access to clean water, utilities, health care, education, meaningful work, where none are excluded for reasons of race, gender, ethnicity, sexual identity or orientation, and where young and old alike are cherished. I know I haven't described all the fine ministries here at St. Peter's or mentioned the many caring people who participate. Another shameless plug for a more comprehensive description of the others, check out Inside St. Peter's videos on our YouTube page. As we come to the end of our stewardship campaign, I wanted to remind you that what we do here at St. Peter's is worth supporting because it helps those we know and more importantly, those we don't know, neighbors nearby and far away. The greatest commandment is simple, but it's not easy. It takes all of us contributing in many and varied ways Thanks be to God for many opportunities to love God and to love our neighbors. In this way, we come nearer to the kingdom. Amen.